This is the One Life Podcast. Our goal with this show is to enable and empower you to discover who you are so that you can take full advantage of the one life you have to live. I'm your host, Devin Rodriguez, and I thank you for joining us in this episode, and I hope you're ready for yet another discussion on how you can become the best version of yourself and live an impactful and fulfilled life. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 16 and episode 2 of the Pursuit of Excellence series that we're doing. As I mentioned previously, this series is dedicated towards enabling and empowering students to go out and achieve all of their academic goals while simultaneously raising their own personal standards and their own bar so that as they go out and achieve more academic success, they're doing so by achieving things that they never even thought was possible for themselves in the first place. End of the day, I want you to go out and get a 4.0 GPA because that is the threshold of excellence in my mind. Um, and I think it can be for yours as well. Um, so this is episode two. Last, last episode was a little bit of an introduction, but we're going to start to dive into a little bit more of the specifics uh, as we talk about uh, your path to achieving academic excellence. And how I really want to start this episode is referring back to something else that I mentioned in the last one, and that was that essentially we always tell ourselves that we can't be like the people that are achieving academic excellence because we're not naturally born with the same gifts, talents, and abilities as they are. And by doing so, we're shackling ourselves in our own minds and our own brains. We're putting ourselves in an imaginary prison that we don't even know we're putting ourselves in. And we're limiting our performance. We're limiting our standards. We're limiting the potential that we actually have. And we're not actually going to see the potential we have because we're stuck in the prison of our own mind by putting these natural barriers and these limitations on ourselves. We always hear that the only limitations we have are those that we place on ourselves. And it becomes cliche, but it's so true, especially in the academic realm where so few people achieve such massive degrees of success. Meanwhile, everyone could be doing it if they just got out of their own way. There's a really good book by Ryan Holiday. Um, my friends told me it was good at least. I haven't read it yet, but uh, I think it's called The Ego is the Enemy. And in this case, the ego is the enemy. You know, the ego goes both ways. It can play with, it could go for you or it could go against you. And the ego going against you doesn't mean that you're just super cocky or whatever the case may be. It could be that you're just getting in your own way. And that's what many of us do. So in, in our pursuit of academic excellence and, and wanting to go out and achieve the 4.0 GPA, the f- one of the first things that you have to do and start implementing in your life, in my opinion, is that you have to be curious and inquisitive instead of doubtful and dubious. Once again, be curious and inquisitive instead of doubtful and dubious. Now, what do I mean? What if you were to do this? Instead of saying, man, that guy is so lucky or that girl is so lucky that they're born so naturally smart and they're able to go out and do that. What if you ask yourself and even ask them, hey, how'd you get there? How'd you achieve that? You know, how are you able to sustain your success for such a, a long time? Are you someone that just naturally gets things or are you somebody like me that actually struggles academically, that has trouble remembering things that has to ask the professor tons and tons of questions in order for me to understand what's going on. So what you just did there was instead of limiting yourself by saying, I'll never be like that person, 
Now you're approaching that person and putting yourself on an even playing field and just asking them what they do so that potentially you could take one, one or two of their methods and incorporate them in your life so that you could go out and achieve similar success. So on one end, of the, one end of the spectrum, you limited yourself and you're never going to achieve the potential success that you could potentially succeed, uh, achieve, excuse me. And on the other side, by asking the question and being inquisitive and curious by asking, how did you get there? What you're telling your brain is that you're saying, I can get there. I just need to know the clues. And that's the big thing to remember. Tony Robbins once said something which I really loved, and that was success leaves clues. And the, the point where we, a lot of us go wrong is that we don't recognize, number one, that there are clues. And a lot of us do recognize that there are clues, but we don't know where to go to search for them. Now, how do I go about actually getting these clues? Well, number one, recognize that success leaves clues. What do I mean by that exactly? Success leaves trails. Let's put it that way. And if you ever do something like land navigation in the Army, for example, if there's a trail that you're going to – what land navigation is in short term is that you have compass and a map, and you, you're given a point which you're at now, and you have to go find another point. And as you get close to that other point, you realize that there are some trails that will probably, probably lead you to the point because there's so many people that have gone the same way as you. And if you follow the trail a lot of the time, not all of the time, that trail will lead you to your point. School is no different. Academic success is no different. Find a mentor. So find somebody who is at where you want to eventually be and ask them those questions on how did you get there? What are your keys? You know, what do you think that you do differently than me or others that enable you to be in that top 1%? By asking these questions, you know, let me backtrack a second before I even say that, but what this requires is humility. Because by doing this, you're, you're telling yourself that I know there's things I need to work on and I'm giving the ego up and I'm going out to search for the answers. I know that there is a trail that will lead me to the point. Now I just have to get on the trail. But how many people actually do that? Because we, the problem is that a lot of us get in our own way by saying, I think I could figure out the answer. But you know what the definition of insanity is, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And that's what so many of us do when it comes to school. A new semester will come and we'll start off and we'll be so pumped and I'm ready to go and I'm going to do so great. But then I just repeat what, I, what I've done in the past and then I get, simil I get similar results as I've gotten in the past. And a lot of the times that equates to mediocrity. And then we sit there at a point and we think, why am, I why am I not doing the best that I could? And we don't realize that it's just for the simple fact that we've, we're just doing what we've always done. And therefore, we're just going to get results that we've always gotten. But in order to get new results and improved results, how about you say, maybe I should go seek the answers from somebody that's got it down. Find the mentor. Find the guide. Get out of your way. Stop telling yourself, I could just do it on my own. Because you can't. You can't. And guess what? I'm not saying you have to find someone. But when's the last time you looked up on YouTube how to get straight A's in college, how to get a 4.0, how to improve my grades, how to become a better writer? There are endless resources that we can use to our advantage. It's never a lack of resources, but a lack of resourcefulness. So if we go out and we search for the resources and we find some answers, 
your academic success or your level of academic success will dramatically improve because you know you now know what the people that are already there are doing. So now you can start to model what they're doing. There's a big thing in, in, in self-development called modeling. And it's basically you take bits and pieces from different people who are successful in the field that you want to be successful in, and you duplicate and replicate what they do in your own individual way. And this is the same thing that you could do in terms of academic success. Duplicate and replicate in your own individual way things that other people do, and then you will see that you will start to attract positive things, positive results into your life. So remember that. You're not in the game alone. There's people out there who have the answers. Find them. Seek them out. Ask those questions. Get out of your way. Don't be doubtful and dubious. You see where we went there? We went from being doubtful and saying, I really don't think I could do it, to going to a place where, you know, I think I could do this because they put on their pants the same way as I do. They have two arms, two legs, just like I do. We're human. Therefore, let me just find out what they do differently and incorporate a little bit of what different successful people do into my own life. And then as a result, you'll notice that your habits, your attitude, your thinking, and your way of life just changes and becomes more positive. So try that out and let me know how that works. Be curious and inquisitive instead of doubtful and dubious. It opens up a whole new sphere of possibility for you. And this next point is key. You can be as curious and inquisitive as you want, but if your social circle isn't one which is positively influencing you to make continuous and persistent progress, you will fail. People in college like to go out, drink, party, have fun, whole nine that comes along with the college experience, and that's okay. It's okay to go out and party once in a while, whatever the case may be. I'm not promoting drinking underage. I'm not promoting anything else. I'm just saying going out with friends, having a good time, whatever that means for you. That's fine. But then at the same time, you have to look at the people that you're calling your friends and seeing a couple of different things. Number one, where are these people? If you've determined in your mind that I want to achieve more than I ever have achieved and I want to achieve academic excellence or name the goal for yourself because you have to be specific with it, 4.0 GPA, then look at your social circle. What are these people around me achieving? Are they achieving 2.5, 3.0? You know, are they achieving the 4.0? You have to take a look at the social circle you're doing because if you ever heard the quote or the saying that, you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time around. And you're going to replicate and duplicate, I keep going back to that, the results that these five people produce. So if you have friends that are, are, are underproducing or aren't producing what you want to produce, then they're just going to inhibit your progress and hold you back. Another thing that you need to think about is what are these people focused on? A big thing for me in college was that I was just able to stay with my eyes on the target at all times and never lose focus. And guess what? That didn't mean that my, I was always in the books. You can ask my roommates pretty much on a daily basis. I would come back to my room and for about an hour a day play 2K, 19 or 20, Call of Duty, whatever the case may be. But at the same time, I would only do so if I knew that, I could, if, that I've done what I've had to do in order to make my daily dose of progress. But 
if I was surrounding myself with people who were just focused on the external things such as partying, going out, trying to, you know, do unproductive things all the time, which I saw in college, people in college live for Fridays and they say, what are we doing Friday night? Try to find some friends that are saying, what are we doing Friday night to get better? The people that are at the top aren't the ones going out every weekend. They're the ones that go out here and there, go out occasionally, but spend a lot of their time with personal development. More than that, they spend a lot of time getting to know who they are. So if you're having, if you're in a social circle who these people make you feel great, they make you feel comfortable, they, you laugh, you have fun, there's nothing wrong with that. But all I'm saying is do a, basically a live autopsy of your circle and say, are these people pushing me towards success, keeping me where I am, or, or are they disarming me from going out and achieving more? So I challenge you, make a list. The list should be pushing, keeping, or distracting. This is where you have to be real. Are the people that you're spending the most time with, including family members, girlfriends, boyfriends, friends, are they pushing you, keeping you the same, or basically you're at a plateau, or are they distracting you from getting better, or are they inhibiting your progress? You have to be real with yourself because a lot of the times those that make us feel most comfortable are also inhibiting our progress. Now I'm not saying you write these people down in, in one of the three spheres and, and then you automatically get rid of them, no. But you have to notice that in order for you to grow, chances are you will have to part ways with some people and you will have to find a new social circle of people who make you feel uncomfortable. People who make you, who push you, who the people who are saying, you know, hey man, are you being accountable? Are you holding yourself to your standards? I've noticed that you've been slacking off a little bit. What's going on? Is everything okay? When's the last time someone said that? When's the last time someone that sat you down, one of your friends, and said, hey, what are your goals for this semester? What is your mindset going into this semester? Because those are the people that are focused on the prize and that if you surround yourself with these people, you will start to develop the same mindset as them. You don't want to hang out with people that are, that are achieving less than what you're achieving. You want to be hanging out with people who are achieving more than you're achieving so that you can start to become the sum of those people. So it goes both ways. You will be the sum of the people that are, are achieving at a high standard or the sum of the, of the people that are achieving low standards. And guess what? If you can't find those people, because I actually struggle with this, finding the people that achieved at a high level and, and making that friend group, I struggled with it. And what happened was I started to spend a lot of time alone. But you know what? In college, people view alone time as something that is negative. I'm here to tell you that it's a positive because college in our, teen, in our early, in our late teens, early adulthood, this is where we have to get to know who we are. But if we're always focused and always distracted by the external, by all the noise that's going on around us, and we don't take time to sit, reflect, and think, we're never going to discover who we are, and then academic success isn't going to be possible because we don't know the strategies and tactics that actually work for us, our kinks, you know, who maybe this didn't work, but that worked. But if we never take the time in solitude to sit back and think about it, how are we ever going to change our ways and achieve academic excellence if we're coming from a place of mediocrity? You have to spend some time alone. 
So examine your social circle and see if they're pushing you towards success, keeping you on the avenue that you're now on, or keeping you at mediocrity, or wherever you are, even if you are achieving at a great level, or if they're distracting you from going to the next level. Then find the people that push you, and if you can't find those people, I'm not saying don't have those acquaintances, but what I am saying is that spend some time alone and get to discover who you are so that academic success comes more easily because it's now part of your identity, which I touched on in the first one, in the first episode. So social circle is huge, and that will inhibit you more than any single other factor in college. The last one, and I'm going to talk a little bit about a strategy or a tactic that I used, and this is really good if you adopt this, and I adopted this. Think macro, act micro. Think macro, act micro. Essentially, what this is getting at is that you have to think on a macro level. What does macro mean? On a large, broad, general scale. So take it this way. I'll give you an example. So my macro goal is a 4.0 GPA for this semester. That's macro. That's big, general, not specific. It's just putting it out there. Act micro what I mean by this is that I'm going to take my daily steps that will enable me to eventually reach my macro goal. So micro, micro are the daily actionable steps, specific steps that will eventually lead to your macro general goal. So if my goal is the 4.0 GPA, my micro task for that, for let's say today, may be to go to my English tutor maybe to spend two hours reviewing my notes, maybe to spend another hour preparing for the test that's in a week, and then the last hour or half hour or whatever, I'm going to spend you know, breaking down my syllabi and seeing what are the exact points that I need in each specific category to reach my academic goal. So you see, what happens is, and this is a, specific, a really, really big thing to understand is that if we just think macro and think that 4.0 GPA, let's be real, guys. Remember what I was saying? Less than 1% of the college population achieves this. We're going to think that it's impossible. Why? Because our brains can't comprehend such large things. I'll give you another example. When I was running my 105-mile ultra, uh, ultra marathon, if you tell your brain – that you have 50 more miles to go, your brain is going to freak out and say, this is not possible. But if I tell my brain, let me just make it these next five miles to the next aid station where I can get some water and food, then my brain starts to say, you know what? Maybe I can make it just five more miles. This is a lot more possible. And once I reach that five more miles, yes, it's a mini celebration because I've reached or I have accomplished this micro task, and now I know that that's one less five-mile run that I have to do until I get to the next aid station. So what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is that get granular with it. The granularity of things will enable you to break down things that are huge into small, actionable steps and will lead to small wins that will eventually lead to the large win, which is that macro goal. So by breaking it down to micro-actionable tasks, you're making it easier for your brain to comprehend. And then as you 
make it easier for your brain to comprehend, it's going to lead to a lot more short-term victories, which are going to build on top of each other and lead to that macro goal or that macro victory. It's not difficult, but you got to practice this in all spheres of your life. So 4.0, boom, that's my macro goal. My micro steps each day are going to be read 10 pages of a personal development book, spend two hours studying, spend another two hours doing homework. Those are macro, micro steps. You know, another example of a micro step is going to be visit my professor's office hours. Um, ask my professor how I could be improving. Things of that nature that will enable you to take those baby steps that will eventually lead to those big steps that will lead to your success. The success of that macro goal. So, keen in on this point, think macro, act micro, and I recommend writing it out. Boom. This is my macro goal for the semester, 4.0 GPA. Now think in your mind, what are the steps that I can take to ensure that I eventually reach this goal? You know, in the Army, there's 50-meter there's targets when you're shooting, and 50-meter targets are the closest targets that you'll get. And you'll, you'll often hear the expression, you know, we have to have our eyes on the 50-meter target. Or, in other words, have your eyes on what's right in front of you, what's closest to you. So don't always think about the 300-meter target, which is the think macro, which is the macro goal, but instead think about that day and how you can get a little bit better that day. What micro steps can you take? Remember, reading personal development books, um, going to your professor's office hours, doing your homework earlier than it's, than it's due, uh, getting ahead of those essays, going to see tutors, um, asking questions in class. Those are examples of the micro which will lead to macro achievement. So what did we cover? Number one, be curious and inquisitive instead of doubtful and dubious. Examine your social circle. Are these people that you're surrounding yourself with pushing you towards your success, keeping you where you are, or distracting you from going to the next level? And lastly, think macro, act micro, set those macro goals, but daily actionable tasks that will enable your mind to break down the grandiose goal of a 4.0 into only daily actionable steps that you have to take now that will enable you to eventually have the macro success. So that's all for episode two. That's getting a little bit more into the granularity of things, breaking it down one step further. And this is how you will set yourself up for academic success by doing these things that I've talked about today. So take a look at what we've talked about today. See how you want to implement them in your life. As I always say, these are always only my opinions, not facts, my opinions, but they've enabled me to go out and perform at a high level in college. And I hope that these things, these, these tips and tricks, not really tricks, but tips, enable you to go forth and, and have success in college. So thank you guys so much. This is uh, episode 16, wow, uh, of the One Life podcast. And we'll be back shortly uh, with some more really in-depth tactics and strategies that will enable you to have a successful semester and a successful academic career. Thank you guys so much for listening to yet another episode of the One Life Podcast. I hope that you were able to take one or two of these ideas that we discussed today and are able to implement them in your life to make you more successful in whatever it is that you're chasing. Remember, only one life to live, no time to wait, act now.
See you guys on the next episode of the One Life Podcast.